Welcome back to the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Today we have the rookie position matchmaker. We got a couple more weeks to the NFL draft. That means a couple more weeks in one day till the rookie guide launch. We're going to go ahead and we are going to just pad, we're going to pair up these teams with the best prospect that fits them. All four of us are here. I'm not going to intro it in because I hope you guys are doing good or else you're fired. So it's a start off right away. Cincinnati Bengals. I'm interested to see if anyone did not put Joe Burrow. So did anyone not put Joe Burrow? I'm Maurice Jones-Drew. Maurice Jones-Drew. Okay, so I'm, I'll just start it off. Joe Burrow, I don't want to say it's the easy pick because this team could use any of these quarterbacks in the draft, but I'm just going to put him in there because this is going to happen. But to me, any of these quarterbacks not named Jake Fromm would help this team over Andy Dalton, so that's my pick. Good body, Jake Fromm. Yeah, no, that's, that's an easy move for me. Um, Joe Burrow's the, the clear fit here. The only outlandish idea where, where he wouldn't go there is if they trade out of it for all the value in the world. Uh, but the Bengals aren't smart enough to do that, so they won't. And they'll get Joe Burrow's starting quarterback. Yeah, I was just going to touch up on – I mean, sorry. I was just going to touch up on, yeah, Ohio, Ohio kids stepping into a system run by uh, Zach Taylor that has shown uh, – well, I mean, sh- sh- Zach Taylor basically comes from uh, McVay's system. You saw the success he's had uh, with Jared Goff, young quarterback that comes to the Super Bowl. I mean – Joe Burrow could step in right away and ultimately uh, run that system for them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no yeah. other way they can go. I'll echo one. everything you guys said. It's the perfect fit. He's not. He's an Ohio kid. It's a similar offense. Just lock it in. We don't need to spend too much time on it. For right, sure. Go. So let's just move down on to we. These are rough rankings in order. We think like the best. We we ranked him in terms of fantasy potential landing spots. We have the Chargers next. I have Tua. I think he fits the scheme. Not that he's the most like Phillip Rivers, but I think he fits the scheme the Chargers need to take this team more so than a Justin Herbert or you could say Joe Burrow if he were to fall or whatever the case may be. I think not even Jordan Love. I think Tua is the way this team should go. I think that it's the better fit in terms of long career status because they have Tyrod Taylor. They can let Tua sit for however long Tyrod needs to be the starter. And I think it is in the long run. Tua is the better quarterback out of him, Herbert, and Jordan Love. So I think it's the better fit. Tyler, who you got? Yeah, I, I got Tua as well. Um I'm really starting to lean more to Herbert to the Dolphins, and we'll touch on that later. Um, I, I think that the fits really well because Tyron Taylor is probably one of the best transition quarterbacks in the NFL, in the NFL as a guy that you can just plug and play for for whether it's a full season or a good chunk of the games and let let the rookie develop a little bit. It, it happened with Baker. Um, he's still a really good quarterback, and your, your team can get by. I think the Chargers can still be very successful this upcoming year with Tyrod as a quarterback transitioning into Tua I think it's a really solid fit for the Chargers um Tua is probably the best guy they can get at, at their 106 yeah I was just going to echo a little bit of that I have two as well uh what I got written here is that uh he joins a team with excellent surrounding talent I mean they got Keenan Allen Mike Williams uh Austin Eckler on offense and on defense I mean talent wise that could easily be one of the best defenses in the league that's a team where they can take Tua sit him for a year build the team around him, uh, have Tyrod really like mentor him, develop him. And then you plug Tua in next year on, that's ultimately a team that could really contend right away with a guy like Tua under center. So uh, I think that's a seamless fit for him. I mean, well, what are your thoughts, Corey? Because I know you have a different comp. I do. Uh, I, I have uh, I have Justin Herbert. I don't have Tua to the Chargers. Mainly for this, for this reason and this reason alone is the Dolphins pick before the Chargers. And I think two is a far superior prospect to Justin Herbert. And I think the Dolphins are kind of throwing up a smoke screen with the whole Justin Herbert thing. Um, usually when you hear stuff like this now, this time of year, it's usually what it was back in early in the process. And it's been 
Tua to the Dolphins for a couple of years now. So I'm going to stick with Tua to the Dolphins. So uh, Justin Herbert, uh, I'm going to touch on his fit a little bit. Uh, Anthony Lynn in uh, in Buffalo with Tyrod Taylor ran a lot of boot action, a lot of um, uh, play action, a lot of stuff that would fit Tyro, um, uh, Justin Herbert's skill set uh, pretty well. And not that Tua can't do those things. It's just that I think Herbert's more mobile than Tua is, and I think he would um, really thrive in a system like that. So, um, yeah, I think the offense is also a lot of layup-type passes, too, a lot of Austin Eckler stuff, a lot of Keenan Allen stuff, like, I think I think Justin Herbert would be actually a very good fit in the char- uh, in the Chargers offense. So I guess we differ a little bit on that on that end of it. Sure, I mean I think I'm not going to argue. I think it could easily go both ways, and I could see similar production for sure. Um, next up on our rankings, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you guys, I'm going to go first. I put Jordan Love. Wow. Here's how I broke it down: one to be different from you guys. Mm-hmm. Two, their current quarterback right now kind of reminds me of him and the fact that his ceiling is super high, but his floor, if you had to give it a number, was like it's negative tragic. 100. So, <laughs> I mean, and if – okay, this is a little personal. If I'm the Dolphins, I'm not taking quarterback at five because they don't need one right now. They've built veteran – mix of veteran and young weapons in the free agency. Continue to do that in the draft. Go get Jordan Love at uh, 18, maybe even 26, or I don't even know the next pick is. But – I just yeah. feel like there's the most potential there. And I feel like the Dolphins have – they can always fall back on Ryan Fitzpatrick or whoever the quarterback is. So, I, I don't know. I just wanted to be a little different. And the fit still kind of makes sense uh, to me. I know you guys like Jordan Love, so. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like Herbert to the Dolphins as, as a really just safe pocket quarterback with, with the still NFL adapting uh, running abilities. I, I really like – Herbert, um, he's more closer to Tua and, and Burrow than I think um, most people have, at least in my personal rankings. I, I still like Herbert as a prospect. Now, I would prefer the Dolphins go with Tua, but I, I kind of just have this, this lingering feeling as a Dolphins fan that they're going to go with uh, Herbert. And I don't hate the fit as much as I used to. Uh, I used to just want the plug-in Tua fit. Uh, I think Herbert, Herbert will function well in that system. Um, he can develop his arm behind someone who has – absolute rocket and Ryan Fitzpatrick and he could still um, not have as much pressure on him as the Dolphins aren't really anticipating uh, winning at least until uh, the closer the further future uh, yeah I mean uh, I also have Herbert going to the Dolphins like as a potential match matchmaking type of fit uh, I just look at a guy like Herbert I mean he possesses all the natural uh, physical traits you want I mean he's got a rocket arm he's got that potential I mean he's athletic and uh, he's stepping into into a situation with the Dolphins where Fitzpatrick can really uh, help him develop, learn a pro-style offense, uh, go through his progression. Because, I mean, that's the main uh, flag on a guy like Herbert at this point in the sense that he wasn't really asked to do it at Oregon and he showed inconsistency throughout his career. Learning behind a, an NFL veteran like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's done it, he's been in the league for – I don't know how long, basically since I've started watching football pretty much. Uh, having a guy like that to really plug in and be that leader mentor for a guy like Herbert is ultimately uh, re- really, really positive for a guy like him. So, uh, yeah, have, have him develop for a year, learn behind a guy like that, and ultimately he could be your franchise quarterback for the going future. Yeah, uh, so I have Tua because I had Herbert going to the Chargers. Uh, the way I looked at this exercise was what's the best fantasy fit and what's the best, like, obviously real NFL fit too. And in an ideal world, whether the Dolphins are going to do this or not, I think two is the best fit for their offense. They run uh, a timing and rhythm-based offense, much like the Patriots do. Um, and uh, 
Tua was asked to do that uh, with Steve Sarkeesian at, uh, at Alabama this past year, and he, he thrived in that offense. And um, like Lucas mentioned, uh, I think Fitzpatrick's a great bridge to Tua if, he, if his health concerns aren't cleared up by the time the season starts. So you still have Fitzpatrick that can start the whole season if need be or half the season or whatever the case is. Up next, I think we, we forgot to mention that we aren't repeating – uh, so we, I think we have, well, I'm going to count real quick. We have one, we have seven, eight on the list. We have to use eight different quarterbacks. So, so obviously like Burrow would be the best fit for all of them, whatever the case. Um, yeah. However you want to rearrange it. So as you can tell, we're kind of differing in that. Next up, we have the Patriots. I put Justin Herbert here. I think um, best possible fit for Herbert would be here. It's basically Tom Brady, but not as old. That's kind of how I think about it. They're just big quarterbacks that play in the pro style can just, do enough behind a really good defense to where they're going to thrive and eventually just keep gaining that veteran status. Players are going to start coming to want to play with you. And I think Herbert, this is very, I think, scary to me in terms of like putting like him into a situation like the Dolphins where say he waits a year, then all Dolphins fans are going to expect a playoff team right away because they built that team around him. I don't know if Herbert can do that, but I know he could for the Patriots in a way because they already have a good team. They don't have to build around him. So, I mean, obviously he was the fourth one left here out of those top three, but I think it'd still be a better fit than a Jordan Love would in that offense. Yeah, um, so I, I'm i kind of mixed between a couple of guys. I mean, they can either go to a safer route of um, taking like a Fromm uh, sitting around the 223, or, or they can take a, a bold leap and go with like a, an Easton around that pick as well. Uh, so so either way Belichick wants to go, I feel like you, could, you can kind of try and re-bottle that that Tom Brady s quarterback in, in a from with a just a overall game manager that that can be effective when when the pressure's on him or or you can go with just the the absolute raw talent and you can try and play up to what you're seeing in Kansas City and what you're seeing in, in other in other parts of the NFL so it, it's really a, what Belichick is going to do um, I don't know if I can if I can set uh, a true quarterback for for New England because they're probably the most unpredictable team in all of the uh, all of the NFL. So I, I struggle, but if I'm going to go with a quarterback, it's going to be one of those two. Yeah, I was going to say my fit for New England is Jake Fromm simply because the the offense that New England runs is based off quick reads and uh, intelligent uh, short term accuracy, and that's exactly what Jake Fromm is bringing you. I mean, he struggles with. Uh, throwing the ball down the field, really stretching out a defense, but he won't really be asked to do that in a team on a team like New England. I mean, they got guys like James White, uh, Julian Edelman to really uh, help him out in the short-term uh, game. A guy like Jake Fromm, I mean, they're, they're probably, he's probably not going to go high. He's probably not going to go first, maybe not even second round. But, I mean, they'd take him at the round three, round four type of player. He's safe. You plug him in. I mean, he, he already knows the system. I, I think it's honestly – they're, be, they're the best fit for each other uh, out of fits in this entire class. So what are your thoughts on that, Bush? Because I know yes. that So for the similar. sake of this exercise, I, I did pick Jake Fromm to the Patriots as well. Um, personally, if it was me, I think Jarrett Stidham's better than Jake Fromm. I think he has more, more of a ceiling than Jake Fromm, so I would roll with Jarrett Stidham. But um, we said these are the, the seven or eight quarterback needy teams, so I had to match a quarterback, a top eight prospect with them. And Jake Fromm, to me, makes the most sense. He's he, like Danny said, he's uh, he's kind of a facilitator. He just he's going to get the ball where it needs to be. He's not going to make too many mistakes. Uh, he has a great he has a great defense around him. He doesn't need to score thirty five points a game. Um, I think he'd be a good fit if they wanted to jettison Brian Hoyer and bring in the two young guys, let them duke it out in training camp. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, prefacing what you've mentioned in a prior video, he's the literal definition of a baker. He follows the script and he just delivers it on time in the right spot. So, uh, yeah, and he yeah. gets overhyped and then sucks the next year. All right, next <laughs> up, we got the Oakland Raiders. We, um, however, I don't think this is like the best for long term fantasy value we're doing. I guess we kind of took this immediate fantasy value, or I said Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, my bad. I put Jalen Hurts here. One, they're in Vegas. They need to put on a show. Two, they signed Mariota, so they want some competition. So this is kind of match up for me. I'm not going to compare him to Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, but I'm going to compare the same type of storyline. Lamar Jackson was the most productive college quarterback we've ever seen. Everyone thought he was, everyone thought he sucked, and they wanted to move him to running back. They said he couldn't throw. He came in, team believed in him, and he could throw the ball. Jalen Hurts, outside of Joe Burrow's, I don't want to say outlier season, but insane season would put up Heisman numbers, but no one wants to talk about it. He did this for two years at Alabama, maybe even through, I don't know how long he's at Alabama. If he comes in the league, I think he's going to go round two, maybe even round one if the Patriots really like him or I don't know how they feel about him, but it's literally the same scenario. A team like the Raiders that doesn't have an offensive identity could easily build around that. Take a guy like if they get him around two, a guy like CeeDee Lamb in round one, their offensive line's good. They have Josh Jacobs and he could easily thrive in fantasy. So, I'm not saying he's as good as Lamar Jackson, but the storyline is the exact same thing. So, yes, we can compare him. Yeah. I, when I was making this pick for the Raiders, I was like, who, who's going to be kind of like a Gruden guy, like a, like, like a guy that, that I feel he, he, can, he can grow and work with. Um, and I, I stuck to the West Coast. And, and while I did the from Eason kind of, which kind of potential would, they, would Belichick want to run with for New England? But for the Raiders, I kind of went with a hard Eason here. Um, big arm guy. I, I think I think Gruden's going to love his overall abilities and, and and what he could potentially do. And and I figure again, this is a situation you can bring in a quarterback. You can kind of tame his uh, aggressiveness. You could say um, with all of his risky throws he makes. And I, I feel like Gordon, as a quarterback whisperer, can can work with that. Uh, you let Derek Carr and Mariota kind of function the offense for a year, uh, maybe maybe even a little bit further than that. And then you, you trust your franchise with, with Eason here. I, I'm thinking maybe around the three, uh, their third round, which is probably pick 80, uh, would be a really great spot for them to land him. Uh, again, it's just the overall raw talent uh, of Eason. It's got work that needs to be put into it, but I think the Raiders are in a great situation that they're, they can get away with letting him sit for a little bit and work with uh, Carr and Mariota for the first couple of years. Yeah, uh, for the Raiders, uh, me personally, I have uh, Jordan Love as being their best fit, simply because when I look at it, I mean, Love has all the traits to end up being their franchise quarterback, and uh, it's similar to a team in their own division. I mean, you look at what the Chiefs did uh, with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not comparing Love to Patrick Mahomes at his current state, obviously. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is by far the best quarterback. Him and Russ are the, by far the best top two quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. But it's a similar situation. I mean, you're taking a project, probably going to get him around pick 12, 19, have him learn behind a Derek Carr-type, Alex Smith-type, uh, a veteran quarterback who's done it in the league over a sustained period of time. And ultimately he could step in in a year, maybe two, and end up really being a solid starter for them uh, in the long term. I think he's got all the traits to be a, a potential top 10 quarterback in this league. Uh, I'm looking at it from Gruden's perspective. I mean, you got Mahomes in that division. Uh, as much as we want to say like, okay, Derek Carr is a good uh, steady option. 
you're just never going to win the division or really compete with a guy like Mahomes if you don't have a quarterback who really has the ceiling to be not obviously not on Mahomes level, but uh, being a top 10 option. So I just think that's a seamless fit for uh, both him, the player and uh, the team being Oakland. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So I have the same, I have the same one. I have Jordan Love going to the Raiders. Uh, the reason is because John Gruden loves, love Jameis Winston. My comp for Jordan Love is Jameis Winston. And I think John Gruden would love to be able to mold a guy who he needs to kind of rein in like Jordan Love, which even coming out of school, Jameis Winston was the same way. He just never got that kind of coaching. And I think had he had a guy like John Gruden and uh, a veteran like Derek Carr in front of him to learn, I think Jameis Winston might be a far different quarterback than he is now. And um, uh, Jordan Love will probably struggle with, with the Raiders at first because the verbiage is really tough. The offense um, is really like structured. And like, I don't think Jordan Love doesn't like, I don't think Jordan Love would be able to uh, get the hang of it right away. So having a guy like Derek Carr and even Marcus Mariota ahead of him to help him uh, learn the ropes and stuff would probably be beneficial to him. I, I just wanted to touch on what uh, what Lucas said. I think the Jalen Hurts fit's actually fantastic. I didn't even think of that. And um, Jalen Hurts is definitely a Gruden guy. Like the way his personality is, he's definitely like John, John Gruden would absolutely love him. I don't know what Jordan Love's personality is. Maybe he's the exact same as Jalen Hurts. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out because I didn't think of that fit, and I, I really like that one as well. It, th those are my two favorite fits for the Raiders. I just think uh, it would be more likely that they take a shot on the upside guy uh, in the first round. But, again, uh, that's also, too, because I had Jalen Hurts going to another team on this list. But those two are easily, to me, my favorite fits simply because of what Gruden looks for uh, in his quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. So I, I like that fit, again, too, a lot. I mean, Jalen Hurts – fantastic player i mean you guys know how high i am on him but yeah i mean they signed Mariota for a reason he's gonna get snaps so why not get a i don't want to say better Mariota, but why not go get a fresher Mariota? i think would be the way to put it and yeah i mean it makes sense they have a good amount of picks to where they can mess around with it if they wanted to and they messed around a lot last year and it actually kind of worked out so it wasn't terrible for them next up we got bush's team the buccaneers if this happens i'm gonna go crazy jacob easton to the buccaneers this kid, I think, I know me and Tyler in the bottom two, or have, I think the screen's going to be the same. Don't really agree, but to me, he has the, the best arm talent in this league. I think you see it on film, but there is room for improvement, a lot of room for improvement. But if you give him two years behind Tom Brady to fill that improvement, and then you come back in to this, because they might have to change their offense a little bit, obviously, like no one is Jameis Winston. But if you can pick up back on track in two years with where your team left off with that deep arm talent. Like, I feel like, I guess, give it two years and build your defense up, build your line, whatever you need, whatever you need to fill. Come in two years of the cheap quarterback that learned from Brady has arm talent. I feel like it's too good to be true. And he's better than all the other guys left on my list. So not mine. Yeah, not mine either. Uh, I was sitting here with Jordan Love uh, with the 114. I, I've been trying to do some mocks, uh, just overall, just all team mocks, just trying to figure out where where guys are going, uh, where are our like fits. And when I get to the Bucks, I always kind of struggle. Um, I want to take corner, but I know their cornerbacks are, are, are young. Wait, wait, can I pause you? You said they're going to take Jordan Love with the first rounder? Yeah. Okay, keep going. 114. Um, I, I think I think <laughs> they, they can – and I'm getting to it. I think they can afford taking the risk on it. Um, they need a quarterback outside of Tom Brady. You're able to groom basically for free. Um, not really <coughs> contract wise, but um, five mil, not much. Yeah. Not much, not much of the, uh, I mean, Dak's getting 30. So, you know, 
Uh, <laughs> you're trying to throw shade at Dak. Okay. Uh, uh, that's another uh, video. So uh, yeah. we'll get so I'm never I, doing I just, a video about that ever. I, <laughs> I like the potential of, of grooming a quarterback behind Brady. Uh, I really like the Easton fit as well. Um, just kind of running out of running out of places to plug Easton, even though I want to plug him everywhere. Um, but I really like the the Love fit. I, I think Love has a lot of potential. He's just got to kind of tame his arm as well as uh, as Easton. And I think you put him behind Brady. I, I really like that. I know Bush, you're probably going to kill me for wanting uh, them to take a quarterback at 114. Uh, but what are your what are your thoughts on that? Okay, so for starters, if they didn't sign Tom Brady, this would be my pick for the 114 is yeah. to draft Jordan Love. I was all aboard the draft Jordan Love train. However, with Tom Brady, Joe Hag is his right tackle right now. He will die. Yes, and then so Jordan Love will, like, will have to play yeah, Jack if, if Tom Brady dies behind Joe Hag as his right yeah. tackle. I got a so, scenario for you. Uh, what if you guys traded up your first and third rounder to get into the top 10 and potentially snipe a team like the Browns, like the Jets for a guy like Jedrick Wills? Because I yeah. think that would be a perfect I think that's player. a real possibility, but I don't think you're getting Jordan Love in the second round. Yeah. Sure. No, you just get you just get Jacob Eason in the third. Same difference. Oh, well, gosh. I mean, if you trade your third rounder, you can't get Jacob Eason in the third. I think mean, the thing with the thing with Love is like his arm talent's there, but people compare him to Mahomes. I don't get that because Mahomes played in the Big Twelve. Love played in I can't even Mountain, Mountain West. West. Like, come on, I mean, Big Twelve defense no is great, but they're better than the Mountain West. Like he has arm talent. I'm not gonna I'm gonna compare Eason's arm talent. It's the same. Eason played better competition. There is more concern with Jordan Love than any other prospect in this class. So why are people so high on him? That's where I just get confused. Like, you see upside, but where have you seen upside? He threw for I – don't, I don't even know the stat line off the top of my head. In, in the Mountain West. I just don't get it. I, right. I, I, I don't think he's going round one. Definitely not one fourteen. Okay, let me, let me get to my uh, fit real quick. Uh, I, okay, yeah, I was just going to yeah, – I haven't done mine yet, so – the guy I have uh, them taking would be Anthony Gordon in round four because I think he is like he has that. more upside than Jacob Eason, in my opinion. I think Jacob Eason is very close to being a finished product. I don't think he has some Somewhere untapped there. ceiling. Uh, we're talking about a guy who could not beat out Jake Fromm. So Jacob, Jacob ah. Eason, to me, he, he's the, quarter, the quintessential quarterback that everyone hypes up every year. Last year it was Will Greer. The year Deshaun Kaiser, a couple Rudolph. years ago. The year before that, it was Deshaun Kaiser. Like, there's always a guy that has the most physically uh, talented profile of all of them and is not that good. Ty- Tyree Jackson was like this last year. You um, remember Tyree Jackson? And, like, yeah. you had him going in the third round, and then he ended up going undrafted. I, I think hey, Anthony – Gordon went to the XFL, baby. Yeah. Anthony Gordon, to me, doesn't even know how to play quarterback, which is a good thing. Because I he agree. Has, he has Bruce Arians. And Clyde Christensen and all these QB whispers around and Tom him. Brady and Tom Brady yeah. to, to teach him the ropes. I think Anthony Gordon has incredibly untapped potential. If they got him, they have two fourth rounders. If they got him with one of their fourth rounders, I think that's a great fit. I think he would learn for a year or two and then give him a shot and see see what he's got. I like I, that. I was going to mention in terms of unfinished products. I mean, I think a great fit for them would be a guy like Jalen Hurts. I mean, they get him in the second, third round or so. Uh, you have him develop behind a guy like Tom Brady. You just mentioned the quarterback room they have to be able to develop a natural talent. Uh, to me, Jalen Hurts could easily take over once uh, Tom Brady is done. Again, I have uh, written here, perfect situation for a playmaker like him to blossom over the next two years. I mean, you, you have no stress to rush him in. Uh, Tom Brady signed again next two years perfect time for him i mean i really think he's got the potential to be an ultimate uh replacement for brady after the contract is out i mean 
with that situation, any quarterback they get is going to improve in two years. So I feel like there really is – I just don't want them to reach. Because, like, I, I know getting – they still have – I mean, I know Bush knows. They still have holes to fill on that team. So yes. I feel like you don't need to reach for a quarterback now. You have two years to figure that out. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so the next one on the list is the Steelers. Kind of a similar situation to the Buccaneers with maybe Big Ben, not for sure. I have Anthony Gordon here. I could easily see Jalen Hurts. I could easily see Jacob Eason. I mean, I could easily see Jordan Love if he falls around two. The Steelers might try and trade up, trade the farm for him because they don't have very many picks anyways. I mean, Anthony Gordon, uh, yet again, good thrower. Everything everyone else has said. Garner Minshew, literally. Like, I mean, it's the same type of prospect. Um, I don't know if Big Ben's even going to be healthy to teach him. or like, I, don't, I don't even know what his deal is right now, but I think that would be a similar concept. They went seven and nine with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges at quarterbacks, so Anthony Gordon's definitely an upgrade over those two, and they would probably go nine and seven with that defense. So I think it'd be it's it's too easy of a fit, but I think it'd be a good fit. Yeah, I like I have Anthony Gordon to the Steelers as well. He is better than Minshew. I'm I'm gonna put that down. I I've done a few. I, don't know. I got I gotta start I gotta start throwing some stats um on my Twitter or something. I gotta start showing you guys the the big facts on this because I think he's way better than than Gardner. Um, it don't mean much though, because Jalen Hurts would be QB one if it was purely stats. Well, that's oh. true. Yeah. Well, uh, I do not think. Uh, speaking on that, I do not think Jalen Hurts is a fit for the Steelers. Steelers are an old-fashioned, hard-nosed running and defensive core team. They aren't gonna. I don't think they'll conform quite yet to the mobile quarterback. Yeah. And I think Anthony Gordon's a great pocket quarterback for them. Uh, he has some mobility that he just never showed, uh, mainly because he just trusted his arm and he trusted his receivers, which is important um but I, I still think he has untapped running ability that that big ben doesn't um that duck and and rudolph don't i really like uh anthony gordon as a prospect and i have him currently slotted i think the yeah the third pick uh 102 um i think it's really great uh i, I think you still let big ben take the full year you let anthony gordon kind of fit into the role uh coming in next year um Tomlin's a great coach. Things will work out for him. You just give him the time. Uh, and the same with the Bucks situation. You give Anthony Gordon the time. He's going to be a really good quarterback prospect. Uh, for my fit for the Steelers, I mean, to me, this is your Jacob Eason. You plug him in behind Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Big, physically talented quarterback to really learn behind. I mean, Ben's done it uh, since he got drafted. Future Hall of Famer. I mean, Eason to me has all the physical traits that you're looking for. It's just the mental aspect of his game is simply not there. Having him learn behind a guy like Big Ben, who's just been a gritty veteran throughout the league. I mean, I know that's a typical phrase you want to say about an old uh, declining quarterback. But yeah, I mean, that's a perfect transition to me. Uh, I don't think Eason's ready to step in and be a starting caliber quarterback. But learning behind a guy like that, I really think is a great situation. Again, the Steelers, great offensive line, great weapons to work with. I mean, I think that's honestly a match made in heaven for a guy like Jacob Eason. I'm going to make the case for Jalen Hurts to the Steelers because I, I agree with what Tyler said. I don't think the Steelers would traditionally pick a quarterback like Jacob Eason, but let's forget, let's not remember, or let's not forget that they have Lamar Jackson in their division now and they've seen <laughs> the effect. And again, I'm not comparing Jalen Hurts to Lamar Jackson. Don't hear me saying that he's not even remotely in the same athletic stratosphere, but Jalen Hurts can bring an element to that offense that big Ben can. And that's a mobile quarterback who can run, you can run boot action. You can run a lot of, uh, different concepts that you can't run with Ben Roethlisberger and another thing that I don't think is is talked about is Big Ben's a dick 
Like he, he <laughs> is. Like everyone knows this. <laughs> Big Ben, <laughs> Big Ben would not welcome a young quarterback. You saw what happened when Mason Rudolph was drafted. Uh, Jalen Hurts <laughs> yeah, is hit in the head by Miles Garrett. Jalen Hurts is the perfect uh, personality type to deal with a veteran quarterback who doesn't want him there. And I think you saw the same thing in, in Baltimore. I think Joe Flacco's a dick too. I don't think he wanted uh, Lamar Jackson there. And you, I think, I think Jalen Hurts is a perfect fit for what uh, the Steelers want to do. And I think also sometimes when you have something for a very long time, it's like when you're dating a really sane chick, sometimes you want to go out with a crazy chick after that. When you have a mo- when you have a, an immobile Whoa. quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, sometimes you want to see what it's like to have a mobile quarterback. So yeah, a little freaky. So I think, and another thing with that too is like when you have the opportunity to change your offense, why not? Like there's okay, Juju's probably not going to sign back. All the running backs get hurt every year. They don't have like they're not they're a pro style offense, but they could easily switch with James Washington, and Deontay Johnson. Like they have uh, the defense it, to do it too. Like yeah, the defense so I think, is good enough that they could rush the ball like the Ravens do and, and still, like, win a lot of games. Just get like after the quarterback. If they get the opportunity to stack, like, Hurts and Acres or like something like that, yeah. I feel like they would easily – not easily do it, but they would consider it more so than just wait till later. Last one, and then we'll get out of here. Jacksonville Jaguars. We all – I mean, this is our last pick, so it's very slim pickings here. I know Tyler's going Jake Fromm, so I'm going to go Cole McDonald to be fun. Wow, going Fromm. I mean, or I don't even know if you took from it. I was kind of guessing you were going to take that before we started. Cole McDonald, upside, I guess. I don't know. He's just kind of fun to pick here. They they need to get a quarterback just to have a backup, so why not go ahead and get a one with a lot of upside because uh, Nick Foles got traded, so they definitely just need to fill the room. Uh, this seems kind of fun. I don't even know who else, like Nate Stanley maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a big Jake Fromm guy, and I didn't really want to talk about him, so I just picked someone else. <laughs> Hey, get that. Uh, no, I love I, – I, okay, so this is a weird one because do they need a quarterback? Does, does, it's, it's about does Jacksonville think they need a quarterback? If they trade up, yes. If they trade up, they're trading up for um, – they're trading they're up right. for If they don't trade up and they feel like, hey, we're good, we're fine where we're at, um, we like Minshew, I think Cole McDonald's a, a great fit. Um, him or seventh round, I really like Bryce Perkins. Uh, you can hate me all you want. He's a great mobile quarterback. Um, passing needs a lot of work, but I think he's a great kind of dual, dual kind of, what not dual. Um, you can bring him in for like wildcat and fun stuff like that. That's the kind of Jaguar offense that, that I think kind of needs to start forming. But if, if you're going to go for a quarterback, you're actually going to put all your marbles in for a guy. I think they're a team that's going to go after Hurts. Yeah. I mean, uh, a little side note, I had Bryce Perkins in my little, uh, random college fantasy uh team and uh yeah he just it's just a oh, weapon but for me i kind of <laughs> it's just a little meme but uh i kind of miss uh understood the exercise at first and i thought it was picking the the prospects to the teams so i didn't necessarily cover the jaguars i more i more so had uh the saints and go like i know it's kind of like bad to say now but i had the saints uh, with anthony gordon again we've prefaced it before have a young uh, potential quarterback, take him in around, the th- around three, round four. Have him learn behind Drew Brees. I mean, same things I, I basically mentioned with uh, Tom Brady. Two years signed. Uh, really a guy who can potentially grow into the starter long term uh, after he learns and develops under future Hall of Famers. So, I mean, I'm just going to echo the same points I made for Brady, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Danny's clearly not listening with what we've talked about. No. Anyway, so um, – <laughs> I, I don't like Jacob Eason, and I, I put him – I gave him to the Jaguars because I don't know what the fuck the Jaguars are doing. 
So <laughs> that hurts. The, the Jag- the Jaguars, they need to trade back and just accumulate picks. But... They have a lot of picks, and this is why I gave them Jacob Eason. So yeah. They have like three for fourth rounders. So I'm like, yeah, they'll probably take Jacob Eason there. Like they have a lot of fast receivers. Like DJ Chark ran fast. Chris Conley ran fast. BD Westbrook's fast. Get a big armed quarterback to give uh, Minshew some trouble. He's got way better physical talent than, uh, than Gardner Minshew does. I think Gardner Minshew put him under the table in a QB competition, but that's just me. Uh, yeah, sure. So I guess it just came in my head and then we'll get out of here. Hypoth- hypothetical trade. If you're the Dolphins or the Chargers, will you trade out of five for nine and 20? Uh, for the Jaguars picks? Five or, five or six. The Jaguars uh, trying to move up. I'll be the Dolphins. Yes. Okay, Chargers. The Chargers absolutely no. would, I think. I think they you would think too. So? Yeah. They said they're committed to Tyrod, so why wouldn't you just move back? You still get a good tackle at number nine, and then, and maybe, then you, maybe you get a young quarterback at 20. Exactly. Even like Some a Hurts in the second round. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to hype on it too much, but I think there's definitely a chance for them to trade up. Um, I like it. If it's needed, I guess. So that is it for our quarterback matchmaker. Draft guide, rookie part of the draft guide, April 26th. We have a Discord link down below. We've been live streaming and having a good time with all the people, so go get in that. Uh, we're on podcasts, I think, to Spotify and iTunes. I'm not for sure. Those links are down below. Just search the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Hit the subscribe button. Like the video. We'll see you next time. You got to end the recording there, Danny. Oh, my bad.